Welcome to the second season of the Mastering the Mind podcast, where we will now be exploring the exciting and fast-growing world of esports. We will be interviewing a variety of professional esports players, coaches, and stakeholders in order to better understand the psychological demands of competing at the elite level and the important role the mind plays in esports performance. Today we welcome Gabrielle Pallier Garcia to the podcast. Gabrielle is a professional League of Legends head and assistant coach. Gabrielle has coached teams such as Chaos Latin Gamers, Cade Stars, Kaboom Esports, Liberty, Santos Esports, All Knights, Flamengo Esports, Rebirth Esports, and most recently, We Love Gaming. Some of Gabrielle's recent achievements as a coach include coming first in the GLL 2022 Pro-Am event, coming third in the LLA 2021 Spring Split, finishing first in the Challenger Series in the 2020 Spring Split, and coming first in the CB LOL Spring Split and Summer Split in 2018. So let's welcome Gabrielle to the podcast. Hello, hey. how are you? I'm fine, I'm fine, thanks. Yeah, good. Oh God, you look warm where you're at. You're in the t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, oh, no, yeah, we are in the heat because you guys are in the winter right now, yes, right? Exactly. Yes, minus seven. seven. Minus Holy seven today. Holy shit! Ah, shit! And I'm going to Portugal. Ah, shit! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm right now here in Rio de Janeiro, and right now it's I believe something like here for us it's kind of cold right now. I think so. it's 20, 25, 24. For us, like, it's a little cold. To, well, to... In, in England, we'd have our tops off in that weather. <laughs> <laughs> we'd go to the beach, you know, in, in yeah, Brighton. Yeah. Everyone would go there. No, and, it, it, oh, I remember when, when, I, when I went to Spain, it yeah. was in July, like summer, uh, 2007. And then it was like 25 degrees, like, oh, a little cold. And the people in the street without shirt. Or just that that shirt that comes into here, you know, like yeah, yeah, really yeah. like summer style. I said, what the fuck? These guys yeah. in here, de Janeiro would die. <laughs> what well, uh, what sort of the summer temperature in uh, Rio? Uh, to us, to start to say, oh, it's starting to get hot. It's like 33, 34 degrees, and then like, okay, now it's not, it's top hot. It's 39. And I'm just like, okay, now we I have to turn on my AC. You know, uh, <laughs> yeah. it must be like you must have a lot of AC in like you know in in over there because how can you survive so, in those heats? We, we have a lot. Of, uh, we are like kind of used to it since guys who live in Iceland, you know, like and like they're extremely used to the to the cold. Mm. In our case, we have a lot of fans. Yeah. Funds sells like water here. Like funds here, they are extremely cheap because it's a lot. Like a, a, a regular fund, it's uh, twenty dollars max. Yeah, yeah, a, yeah. A, a nice fund. Yeah. A huge fund would be like thirty-five dollars, something yeah. like this. So because yeah. AC, it's not all the people who can not even afford it, but make yeah. the man maintenance of this uh, to to exchange the, the gas and need to exchange the compressor, etc. So yeah. not all the people are like blessed to pay it. Yeah, for sure. It's not easy. Yeah, to be fair, in the UK, I think, I don't know if it's because of global warming, but this summer was like, we were touching 40s. Like, it was crazy. So, <laughs> when, when, yeah, I need AC. When I, <laughs> when I, when I, when I was a, a, a football player, I was a goalkeeper, uh, uh, I played in Bangu, a small neighborhood in Brazil. 
Okay. The problem of Bangu is the neighborhood. It's like imagine the level of the sea, right? And then the city it's under the level of the sea with a lot of mountains around the neighborhood. So the sun comes in but don't goes out because the the, the level of the floor it's too deep and there is mountain around. Mm. So like if you see some like egg fry street on YouTube, put Brazil egg fry street. And you see some people frying the egg Eggs. on the street in Brazil. Jesus. A lot of those videos in, the, in that neighborhood. Yeah. And when we play in the summer, we make some uh, small bets about who's going to be the next player to vomit. Because oh weekly, weekly, at least one guy vomits weekly. Yeah. At, at least, at least, at least. Because like, uh, yeah. imagine run like with all the, even more me goalkeeper, like the, the, the whole dress of the goalkeeper. And then like in 39, 42 degrees in the sun, and the heat of the sun on your head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I saw crazy. you as a you was a previous football player. You, I didn't know you as a goalkeeper. There, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, a striker. I'm a striker. So like <laughs> similar areas of the pitch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Goalkeeper have a screw loose. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. We do. Oh. Dida uh, was the boy back in the day. <laughs> yeah, Dida. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a bad keeper. But I swear, like keepers, that that position is so lonely. Like you, it's not at all the same as like outfield players. Like I don't know how you sort of felt, you know, back home. It's because playing, honestly, but... we have a, 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 a like joking brother. It's like the goalkeeper is the last stage of the the worst player. The 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 good good player want to be the the, the striker make goals win money. If you're not that good, you go back to the midfielder. And like to create the, the players, the, the plays. Yeah. If you're not a good intelligence to, to, to send the ball to the strikers, you come back to the mid defenders to try <laughs> disarm the players. If you're not that good, you go to be defender and then you only destructive players and not you don't build anything, just destroy things. And if you're not even not good to destroy, just get get your fucking hand at the ball and be a goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I stop in the in the last part. Um, but no, yeah, that was sort of a question I was going to ask later on in the pod, um, because obviously <clears throat> something I'm trying to promote in esports um, is sort of a wider identity because, you know, the careers are so short in esports that yes. I think having other interests outside of esports or in other areas of esports is good. And seeing that you was a previous uh, footballer, you competed in jiu-jitsu, like you've got other interests outside of esports. Were there any it's, sort it's of... It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot, legit. Were, were there any sort of transferable skills that you found like that helped you in esports from those other two sports? Uh, I think it's uh, more the discipline itself. Yeah. And the, the discipline and the professionalism because in, in some, in the coaching area staff, it's people management. Because, for example, let's say that you guys both are my players in, in League of Legends and I have to call your guys' attention for some reason. If I if I talk to, to Jonathan and to MTM at the same level, bah, bah, I'll get different reactions. Yeah. can be one good or super good, one good or bad, or one bad or super bad. So I have to know that each individual in a team, for more like we are a team, I have five individuals that they are like completely different words that have different words, view, thoughts, process, etc. So... If I want to squeeze the max of you, probably, for example, for Oliver, I have to be more like uh, a take-care coach who, huh, come on, everything's going to be okay. But Jonathan is the guy who likes to be uh, uh, instigated. He likes to be called off the responsibility, etc. 
so I can, can squeeze the max of each person. Mm. And like once in in football, you you like have eleven different words to take care of inside the pitch. The coach have to know how to talk with each one of them, and that was not the thing when when as goalkeeper, because okay. when you are a goalkeeper, you stay most of the part of the, the official game, like stand still inside of the mm. area, seeing the whole uh, uh, field in front of you. Yeah. And then I I always watch how my coach talk to the players, and how does affect the way they walk around the, around the, the the field. Okay. And I say okay, so uh, 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 and I noticed that some of them he, he go like, what the fuck, faggot, go away to the fucking powder. And not, hey, hey, man, what's up? Let's go, let's go. You can do it, you can do it. Wait, why he was like dictator to the first guy and the good daddy to the second one, you know? And then the, and he tells me like, if I said this, if I be the same person to the players I have, and then he told he 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 fought he told me a really good theory that I use until today when I I bring to this topic. Imagine that you have a ball on your hand, and the ball is the argument. Okay, and you're gonna throw this ball into a wall. If the ball is made by steel or by plastic or by glass or by anything else, we have a different impact on the wall, and that's the it, that's the, my argument. Okay. The wall is the player. So if I have a, a elastic wall or a stone wall or a, a, a glass wall, I'll have different reactions from the the way that I talk. For example, let's say I have a glass wall player, I have to use my really soft elastic ball to not break that glass. And my posture cannot be aggressive on the throw ball, otherwise I still can do it, even with a good argument. So I have to play to throw it softly, softly, so don't break the, 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 the glass. So for the result that I want, I have to, my the way I throw the ball have to be the way I talk. What I talk will be the ball and who receive will be the wall. And I have to, for example, this for Oliver, I have to, to throw a steel ball into his uh, uh, steel wall because the impact wakes him up. And John, I have to be the, the take care of guy. So soft ball to the glass wall and throw it soft. Yeah. So I can, because my point will be, they will kick, don't break it and come to the ground. So mm. I have to, to, to see what is in front of me and talk differently and have different posture. And that's the thing that he told me. Like, I think it's super valuable and easy to understand and and fix and, and build you as a coach. Yeah, no, 100%. Uh, I suppose you're quite interested sort of around the psychology of uh, esports then because similar tenants are there. How um, how did you sort of figure out which would be best for, for each individual person? Like, was there anything you sort of administered or was you just testing waters? Like, how did you sort of understand which feedback would be the best to give to that individual? Uh, I, I, I fully, I learned on, on football, fully, fully, fully. Okay. And then uh, 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 on my day-by-day coach in League of Legends, I was more like, uh, uh, I'll see how people react inside of the screen, for example. Okay. And as we were playing uh, screen. Okay. And then I set my jungler. It's super aggressive on the calls. And when somebody hit him, he hit him back. Like, sure, not like try, try to fight, but like, yeah. oh, let's go dive bot. No, I need to this camp. It's my level six. I need it. Wait. Okay, this guy needs to be called off. He needs to be instigated to create. And then, okay, uh, uh, my jungle talked to my support in a very hard way. And my super side to, to be quiet. Okay, this guy doesn't, he doesn't absorb well high pressure in an unnecessary way. Yeah. So with him, 
in in key moments where he will be about to pressure, I cannot force him, otherwise he will struggle. Yeah. I have to be him or take care of. So when I'm watching the 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 screen, the first screen when I start to to meeting the, the meet the players, mm. I always try to watch their behavior in in almost the same level of their skills. Mm. That's okay, really look, yeah. look, this group will be good because I have one strong leader. I have a really good support leader who will like always cover his back. I have a guy who's super quiet but super obedient and strong mechanically, and I have the guy who's super creative. Okay. Oh no! Look, in this group, I have three leaders will be a fight here in a couple of weeks. I have to change some paces, or everybody here is too soft. Nobody here step up has a shot caller, has a main leader. So I need to bring a leader to my so. Uh, with this, I I learn how to build a, a balanced teams that uh, uh, we create because I like to say that when you, when you coach, you don't coach five. You, there's a, a different way that you coach five players or you coach a team. If you're coaching five players, not coaching a team because these five players have to play has a, on a only one piece, that's the team. Yeah. And then you have to, to fix the, to, to, to mix these pieces. And when you learn, it's like watching their personality. I think it's count a lot. In the, it's super actually underrated by the people who don't come from... Another more, another more like development sport, sports, should I say? Yeah. yeah, I actually did my master's sort of uh, thesis on this um, in football, though. Um, it was sort of about what identities are valued in the professional game, and a lot of what the coaches said were that a balance of characters would be, you know, much better than having three or four leaders and then yeah, a load of big characters. Having a balance of all the different kinds of personalities was really beneficial. And I also, when we, we went to Sweden recently, on, on the plane back, I watched a documentary um, and it was on Team USA um, at the Olympics. And uh, they were renowned for like being the best players on the planet that they were expected to to win the Olympics in basketball every single time yeah. because of the level of players. But the green team, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like they, they lost. Um, and people were wondering, you know, how could this be? They've got the best roster out of anyone, but it's because the teams like Spain, Greece, they'd been together for so long. Everyone understood their role in the team and it's sort of been built. Whereas USA were picking it like an all-star game where they just pick the best players, but they weren't picking the roles and the personalities that would fit best in a team. Yeah, And that's when uh, a new coach come in and really started to change the culture and actually pick a team based on a philosophy of playing. Um, and then, yeah, they, they went and that's sort of where Kobe uh, sort of... Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's legit that the gap between... I have for Brazil in this World Cup. <laughs> Who, Which country have best 11 players play by play than Brazil? No one. Brazil yeah. was the best 11, man yeah. by man, by far. And depth. But, <laughs> but they're not... But Croatia was like such a better mental team about cold mind. And they were better unity. Mm. Yeah. That's why they won. So you yeah. can have the, the the better the the best pieces if the or like first can be the, the 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 coach can be guilty or not because it can be eleven pieces. But if I have eleven pieces, six seven guys from the same style, I don't have this balance that will like create a, this environment that that a good culture. I can have eleven palace on my team if I, they are all they set all the same. They they hard they they only. Their, their only chance to win is always by uh, uh, skills, not by strategy. Yeah, they can win a World Cup, sure they can, 
But if you have, for example, a Moroccan coach, the coach from Morocco, who is like superb, yeah. you're gonna be hard time. Like, oh, how can how can this team lose to lose to Morocco? Holy shit! Because <laughs> Morocco is a really strong unity. Yeah. That's why they arrived to the same final. So, and then this can be like, like uh, 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 the 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 how can I say uh, uh, the personality of the players, or can, you can have it the 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 shift of personalities, the mix, etc. But the coach, the, the, he knows a lot about the game. He know how to play two lanes of four. He know how to cover, blah, blah, blah. But he didn't know how to build the culture. You know, once you don't know how to build the culture, forget it. It will be hard yeah. to win, even if a good roster. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I was really curious to understand more about... So, obviously, you've worked in, in various esports teams along your career. And I really wanted to understand the process when you start in a new team. Like, talk, talk, talk us more about sort of that... You know, what do you do when you first enter a team? Because us as sports psychologists, a big part of our role is to do a lot of observation and yes. like spend three weeks, we would say, just understanding the culture, the organization's culture, the team culture, the, like you said, the personality of the players, yeah. the styles, etc. What, as a coach, what process do you go through? Or yeah, do you have a process or? Yes, yeah? <laughs> I, have, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, for example, in my first day in the scrim, for example, let's say that you're going to play five maps of Scream today, right? At least the first two or three of them, I won't say a single word. I'll say, in the this draft, I want two guys to make. I'll just watch and observe because I want to see who's going to step up to decide the picks, uh, who's going to talk more, who's going to talk less, how each person see the game. If the way of each person see the game uh, 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 will converge to a unity, and if it's not, okay, this guy see the path C better and this guy see the path B better. But this guy who see the, the path C better, he's very adaptive. He's the guy who sacrificed himself for the player. So if even he believes that the path C is better, if he see that all the other players is believing on the path B, he will adapt himself. He's flexible to go the path B. So I have to see this adaptive from each player. <laughs> their step up, uh, their personality, etc. So and then I start to see, okay, uh, uh, I see something growing here. For example, when I joined my first, my my first, uh, when I win my first title in Kaboom 2018, legit, our roster were made by, the, by were, were make by this, okay. Uh, my top laner demoted, and then win the Challenger Series. My jungle two times demoted. My mid laner demoted. Uh, my ADC. Uh, rookie only player has mid laner and demoted, and my support, uh, famous of weak player and demoted. The the Brazilian uh, broadcast they make a rank from the nine. There there was nine participants of this broadcast. The, the, of those of nine, eight said that we're gonna be straight relegated in my last position. But once I was watching. That screamed me, and at that time I was assist coach, and Jean Francois, the Nado, was our head coach. Big yeah. shout out to him. <laughs> uh, we said they, they, they will work good together. They because we had a good leadership who, who was Ranger. We have a really supportive guy and second shot caller who was Hiev, the support. Titan, the ADC, was a 17 years old kid. Insanely mechanic, 
insane mechanic. Uh, uh, Zantin is a top laner, a guy who can take care of himself alone and very sacrificing himself for the play. So if you have to play Karma top, he played. If you play Hugot, he played. If you want he played everything in a balanced level. And we have an overall mid laner who could take everything in a really good and decent level. So, okay. If I take this this roster individually, they would say this is a shit roster. Everyone demoted by for, from C below. What the fuck? One guy demoted two times. How can you expect this? And we want the C below. Okay. Two times. <laughs> do, you, do you think the reason why they work so well together was because they sort of had like a similarities of getting demoted? They sort of had the same maybe goal to like, you know, prove that. that they know, have, sure, they like, have that to, 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 to prove themselves. That, that's yeah. for sure. I believe the, the, the really most is because their personality fit and mm. like I don't know how to say even for example my support jungle almost in a sadic way because they they uh, uh, argue a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot inside the game almost fist fighting but outside the game let's go walk around yay everybody friend so they know how to spread they're not like the guy who have ego like who who transfer the Argus and the 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 any kind of fight that could ha that can have inside the game and will have because this show you that have a will to win, they don't carry to outside of the game. Yeah. Because once you do this, live in an office or in a game house, it was even worse because the house is like twenty four seven. If you don't, or like okay, we hard fight and this scream, finish scream, let's sit on the on the couch and talk. Blah, 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 blah. Solve it, nice, shake hand. We are we are gone. They don't they don't carry this like these feelings, these hard feelings, these bad feelings, and they because they always accumulate and 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 bad. So they solve all of them. So they fight, find a solution, solve. Fight, find a solution, solve. In that way we grow. And then when no one expects, holy shit, Kaboom is its own straight on the final, and that the team should be demoted straight. That everyone say what the fuck. The demote the team with all demoted. Uh, I don't know what. Nobody knows the the coach, the mm -hmm. the, the head coach. And a rookie assist coach who was a head coach in Challenger Series and lost in the same final. Like how they how they can work, you know? Yeah, but yeah. we dominated the the region for one year, and I believe the good part of it was legit because of the how the pieces in the personalities fit themselves. Mm. Yeah. So we're obviously on the topic of players right now, um, and we've spoken about different personalities. Um, the sort of demoted, like share, sharing that um, sort of similarity. But as a coach, for any esports players that maybe might be listening to this, what sort of mental qualities do you look for um, in in your roster? Uh, so things like confidence, communication, like those type of qualities is what I'm talking about. What do you look uh, for? I think to League of Legends, who because League of Legends, it's always the same game, but I sometimes entire different game inside of the same game for example because the meta change let's say for example the meta right now it's sejuani jungle early game gunkler tank mid shield don't win mvp sad suddenly the meta shift in one month poof, nidali right now invade jungler a uh, uh, high level skill player throwing the spares etc mvp carry game blah 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 man of the match mvp congrats so uh, for one that I, that I that like to that I like to watch most, if first if the guy it's adaptive to the meta, I prefer a guy a uh, uh, six of ten who is super adaptive than a guy eight of ten but only playing one style, because then this will be a seasoned player. 
Mm. If the season is on his side, he'll be a really good player. If the season, if the shi- if the, the the meta shift, he will be useless. Yeah. And I also uh, I think the adaptive adaptive and the second one also, but in the same level of importance, it's uh, uh, the guy will know that sometimes you have the piano carry guy. He won't be the number ten. He'll be the number four because the, the meta change. And like one day you're playing J stop and the other playing Orn. And like not be the Orn like who? Hey gank me! I'm Orn. I'm gonna carry the team. No, shut the fuck up! You're Orn. Mm. You're gonna press R from two screams away. To go, make a good engage, win as a game with this. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't do any damage, so don't ask for a resource. You know, and the guy he knows how to change this button on his head, and and the ego button. It's like, okay, I was the star, now I have to be the, the piano carry. So, yeah, I think those are the, the most important uh, uh, mental pers uh, uh, character. Uh, how can I say, mental parts? Yeah, 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 characteristics. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that is the most important to to a player. Okay. Even more about the, the self-confidence, etc. This kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like every player should know their role, like, and their role sort of changes depending on you know the meta, etc. So yeah, being adaptable is yeah, it's not easy. And yeah, I was gonna ask you, what are your thoughts on these like frequent changes in metas? Like, how how does it impact your practice as a coach? Um, uh, I think this uh, uh because. How can I say? The base of League of Legends, it's almost the same. The macro, it's really hard to have a really huge macro change. Mm. But the small, the small micro change and some rotations, they're always changing, always changing, always changing. And the point is, if you're always updating yourself, you won't feel this big diff. But if you uh, uh, start uh, studying the game, you say, okay, this one piece change, this one piece change. When you, when you see that there's a snowball coming, of changes that you don't follow up. And mm. then you don't even see, for example, I don't know, uh, uh, the meta of top changed from Jace to Renekton because the meta jungle changed from Sejuani to Nidalee. Nidalee Renekton, really strong 2v2. Jace Sejuani, really strong early game 2v2. So wait, why, why is the Renekton top? It was Jace three weeks ago. No, it's because in the jungle changed and yeah. this bring this change to the top, and once you don't follow it, you don't you don't recognize the next change and the next, and then it creates a snowball, and have a while to it will take a while to to recover yourself. So uh, I think this brings the, the coach and also the players, at least the intelligent players, to always be studying the game and adapting uh, uh, yourself always to to the change. It brings the, the coach to always study the game, always, always, always. You cannot like. Okay, I have really good knowledge, so now I will focus in other parts. You can never took your eye out of the game. If you do, you're gonna be behind. Yeah. So obviously adaptability is a huge factor and something that's also huge in esports is roster changes. What sort of your view on roster changes? Um, do you prefer to sort of um, stick with the same sort like sort of players and, and hope that they can adapt to the meta changes, or are you a coach that would like frequently changes the roster? Um, based on you keep analyzing the game, you know, like what's all your view? Uh, I think that is uh, this rosters uh, should be mixed of cycles. To be honest, uh, I'd like change five players in one year. It doesn't bring any stability, but also like for example, I don't think the same five players should be playing for more than two years. 
because they decide to get saturated of each other as a person. It happens. It's not like family that you grow with. So like mm -hmm. it's the same friends, same persons. You don't shift your style. From I'm support. I'm playing with the same ADC for two years. I don't know how other ADC things. I don't know the place of other ADCs. I don't. I don't. I don't mix my style of support. So I I will evolve way slower if I play three years with the same support with the same ADC, for example. That's something that I don't like. And uh, uh, per year, you can make like one or two change, but keep the spine of the team. For example, uh, I'm gonna keep the top, top, uh, 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 mid and AD, or I'm gonna keep the support and the jungle and the mid, for example. But my spine will be the same, and I'll change just slow uh, some pieces through yeah. the year. I think that that is the the best one. But also, like each three years, you can make, you have to wash your house. It's two max three years, max exploding three years, to bring new new air, new thought process, uh, new ideas, new everything. Renew yourself, your org, and your team. So that's why I think that like uh, you have to balance it. It. Yeah, no, it's interesting that you say that because I've sort of I've sort of just had a reflection right now. Uh, where I was always one who thought, I don't know why they always change rosters. Like, I feel like if you kept the same bunch of players together, it'd be more beneficial. But then I sort of thought to football and like I feel like the king of football is Pep and the way he's sort of, like, all the clubs that he's been at, he's always kept it refreshed, but he's kept the spine and he always like looks to sign new players, even though you think he's got the perfect well, team. Like, why you're bringing new players for a team is already perfect. No, yeah, I, need yeah. shift, I need to shift some areas, etc. Exactly, like he, he's keeping everyone sort of on their toes in, in terms of like competition. He's bringing in fresh faces, uh, fresh ideas. Uh, so I understand, but with esports, it's a much smaller roster to a football squad. Yeah, but I understand keeping that spine. So yeah, I'm glad you sort of brought that up because it sort of changed my view on roster changes in esports. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna challenge you both. I think, what about in basketball? Like, they sort of keep the same roster, I guess. Or, uh, you know, so I think it, in, in some traditional sports, I, I could see it work. But it's interesting that in esports, it's, from, yeah, yeah. From what I know, my low level of basket, it's because, basketball, it's because they have, for example, uh, uh, 12, 15 players, okay, mm -hmm. that they send to the game. And they and they shift themselves a lot inside of the game. When you're playing League of Legends, same five. When you're playing football, you actually make three max five changes per game. You don't change the entire squad inside of the same game as you do in basketball. So for example, let's say they have this change, but like one or two players, three players inside of 12, 15. But they do have you can have the same five starting booster in the first quarter of the basketball, but you Always gonna shift, and then the sub that signed enter in the second quarter and change the game style. Yeah. So probably like that is not that high, that not impactful to the eyes because not like oh I'm ditching LeBron James and take Kevin the run. Yeah. Hypothetical. I don't even know if they play in the same exactly position. So just saying like because of big names, but inside of the not the roster of the initial players, mm -hmm. but has the the group it has has a all. You're always gonna have some small changes, yeah. yeah. But won't jump into your eyes because it'll be the same five. But inside of the game, they'll be shifting. 
Yeah. Do you think that model could work in esports though to create that a bit that sustainability for like you know potential orgs or you know like that longevity and maybe like it sort of prevents players themselves to have to keep you know switching teams and even coaches do you think that model in the future could eventually work or uh i don't know if our environment have are this level of mature to be honest you must be really i think mature is the, is the right word when you say that okay today you're gonna be the first team tomorrow gonna be sub tomorrow gonna be sub tomorrow gonna do this uh uh, uh and uh, also, I don't think we have right now the quantity of players at the same level. For example, in China, this is quite common. If you see the rosters in China on Leaguepedia, yeah. if you see the, the players that they always like one, two, even three players playing the same role. And winning teams, winning teams. For example, uh, uh, SKT, when they was cha- exchanging uh, uh, the junglers, or, for example, when Faker played uh, almost all the games, but Easy Home or Sky played two games, for example, inside the same world. Uh, uh, Ron never gave up when they were switching Gala for Uzi a, a couple of times. And ZZ Tie for... Uh, I don't remember the other top player. Holy damn, I don't remember the name. Of it, but, like, they, they watched because in China, we have 25 servers of League of Legends. <laughs> so you have an insane... Uh, uh, quantity of players you can legit shake a tree and three or four pro players will fall from the tree mm. in, in brazil holy shit you have to dig to find yeah, a, yeah. a player in other regions as well so only china maybe korea can make have this quantity of good level because uh, uh, i don't think that's applicable right now to the western in uh, specifically because the gap of the first and second tier it's very huge yeah so if you stay shifting your level will uh, oscillate a lot, will be yeah. too volatile. You want to keep the same level because you'll have, for example, 10 players of the same level. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we need a first more players and then be more mature on our culture, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, because these high changes, like this is obviously, I'm not sure if it's like there's a direct correlation to this, so don't quote me on this, but it seems to con- like these frequent roster changes, these frequent, um, like the fact they have to adapt to these uh, frequent updates and patches it seems to sort of impact the the training like uh how do you say um practices of players you know having to always be you know looking at the game training 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 like that grinding so i wonder if a solution like that where you have a bigger roster with people knowing their different roles you know i might hop in in this moment to help the the team you know win the championship i wonder if that model could sort of resolve that or like not the grinding, 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 you know, having yeah. more, but like you said, the gap between yes. the top and the top and the like the subs, you know, mid, the subs yeah. is yeah, too big. Used. So maybe it's like you have to make efforts in the grassroots level, you know, yeah. you know, provide yes, more opportunities and, and... for the grassroots to, to get the, refine their skills, etc. So, but yes. obviously and, this and, is like a huge change. Like, and it's like, uh, because when you bring to the stop, then a lot of like, main tweeters are like oh so just hire the the best players and make them shift themselves no the player have ego for example if i'm on the the team number uh, uh, the team a and i'll be shifting position but the team c call me and i'll be the only main player on the road i don't want to be shifting 
I'm going there. So these don't happen. So I need a lot of quantity. It's like legit uh, uh, football under 18, the under 18 uh, in, in Brazil. When you're under 18, the last step before the pro, uh, except if you are like a Neymar, a Rodrigo, a Vinic Vinicius Jr., etc., like super Andrew. like, yeah, Andrew, like, this guy cannot be touched because he's something else. Yeah. If you're a regular player that can become a good player or not, and you are under 18, you cannot make any shit inside the field. Because if you watch your bench, will be two guys in a really similar level as you just waiting to fall to get your position. And then you won't play back. Because I have a lot of players in Brazil who play football. And yeah. in League of Legends, some esports is not like this. So the sometimes the player can even relax a little. Not even relax it would be a bad word, but it's uh, how it's different hundred percent. One thing, it's your giving, your uh, running, your 100% because you have only you to beat yourself. Another thing, it's you running 100% because a dog won't bite you in the street. It's way better 100% because you're healthy. It's at risk. It's the same in the League of Legends. My 100% will be one 100% if I don't have any traffic on my bench. But if I do have a, a, a really 16 years old kid, 1.5 key LP in the server, Waiting for have opportunity, my 100% have to be a, a, another 100%. So I don't give I, I don't I don't give him any kind of of small window to get my place. So you don't effort yourself that much if you don't have a trap on your bench. Yeah. So uh, uh, again, that's why I need more and more players to to create more competitive, and then we can make this shift that we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Hi guys, Adri Time. So if you're an esports player, an esports coach, or an esports organization who's simply interested in incorporating psychology support within your system, feel free to reach out. You know, at Mastering the Mind, we provide different types of services, whether it's one-to-one -one support, team support, or educational workshops on the mental side of esports. You know, we really seek to support players and coaches develop the necessary psychological skills to not only enhance their esports performance, but then enhance their esports participation experience as well. So whether it's coping with tilt or, you know, coping with the pressure of competition, you know, those feelings of stress and anxiety before a big comp, these are all things that we can help you with. The first session is free of charge, so feel free to reach out. And if you want more information, just visit www.mtmconsultancy.org or just send us a message on our various social media accounts at mtm underscore OFF. Right, back to the episode. I wonder if like, so for the ego players that, you know, don't... So uh, when this idea starts, it'll probably be like a few teams that start this like model, let's say. Let's say that a player has so much ego and doesn't want to be, doesn't want to be a part of that model and doesn't feel like he should be replaced by someone else. But what if you could frame it as if I can make your career longer potentially by and creating more like healthy habits and not having to you know train 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 train, uh you know by having this model. So you know rather than your career lasting two years, it could last like ten years, and you know this having this rotation could actually help your career longevity. You know and I don't know. That's just a, a, no, a thought that, that, that popped in mind, but the, and that honest this brings to what what we talked earlier about when you guys asking about what's the two mental things that I value the most, and one of the say was for the adaptive, and the first it's like control your ego to know that sometimes you're gonna be the piano carry, sometimes you're gonna be That's the number it. ten, 
and this fits a lot on this style. Okay, I'm not the same, has a new new wave of players coming. So I will put myself in a in a first and sub two-way player condition to my to have more titles on on, on my home. Okay, instead of like you no, know, I will play even though that I'm not the best right now, that I'm not at my prime. But if I play only my two ears, I don't give a damn. So this kind of rec of recognizing of your limitations and what not best for, but what is best for the team, and your sacrifice yourself for the team. This kind of strength of strength, mental mental strength that I, I value a lot on my team can fit on this part, yeah. because if the player will be able to control his ego. To be like, for example, uh, let's say Cristiano Ronaldo, he stay on the bench, he stay, he stay mad, he stay, but he didn't create any drama inside the national team, he didn't make any shit, he tried his best. The the decisive uh, uh, game against Morocco's in the World Cup, he he started on the bench. If I'm not no yeah, no yeah, yeah. yeah he started on the bench and then he come back to play and make his best. No no he actually started first when when the game that that he that started on the bench one they they, they won. Three or four zero. Six that one. actually yeah. six one, yeah. And actually the guy who sub him That's make the wrong. make a hat trick. Yeah, yeah. And then he entered and he scored a goal, but the, the goal got the goal got cancelled. Yeah. But he entered and make his job. Yeah. So this is the kind of the guy that I want because when he's not in his prime anymore, he won't be a ego guy that to drain the 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 uh, try to drain the attentions to him. <clears throat> and no, like, okay, I'm not a star anymore. Now I'm a regular player, so I will shift so my career can last longer. Exactly. And so that's why I, 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 that's one of the best that I value this strong mental when I arrive to this kind of player. Yeah. Subs are so important, I feel like, in any team. You know, we talked about Man City. Who's that goalie that's like that really old one that's in the squad? I, and Scott, apparently, Scott yeah, yeah, him. He's like, apparently, he's been so impactful. You know, he's raised the standards in training. Like, he's, he's the life of the dressing room. He's the life of the dressing room. He's been supporting, you know, young players coming through. So, you know, you can have your role within a team, even if it's not in, you know, the star or the spotlight, you know. So I think, yeah, in esports, yeah, it could be or in role, you know, it could be that, like, promoting, knowing your role within the team. Um, For sure. Yeah, so yeah, it's, yeah. A team, it's a team game, so... We've yeah, spoken like, um, a lot about players there, uh, <laughs> but I am conscious of coaches listening. Like, obviously, that would be valuable for them in terms of like what they're looking for. But for you as a coach, like you've had loads of experience, loads of success. What are some mental qualities that, for a coach, you feel uh, are necessary uh, in your role uh, in esports? Um, I think in esports. Uh... This can be a little tricky, but know actually what a coach is. Okay. Because I believe in Brazil, a bunch of people being coach or not think the coach like, oh, coach the draft. Coach, it's only talk about League of Legends. No, coach, it's also a group management, people management, risk management. Risk of what? Of a fight inside of the team. Fist fight sometimes can come close to it. There are people willing to win. They sometimes they are hungry. They have passion for it. And like when you're playing in, for example, myself, I define myself like the, sometimes a, a kind of super capitalist because it's my job. It's give me money. I cannot lose in like, and I work by results. It's not like a regular job that I see in front of the mirror. 
make scouts, make reports to my boss to deliver after the six, get my train back home, and that's my life. No, yeah. I'm in competition. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in a competition. So I have to win. So I can have a, a, a good, uh, I can have a good window. A lot of teams will fight for me because if I stay last one season, last two seasons, okay, he's a shit coach, the champ. Yeah. So and and this pay my bills. Yeah. So I have to win to win the money, and to be the best. So yeah. I, I I always push myself and I think the come back to the to the topic, the how the esport it's a really fresh thing. Probably right now, because uh, I'm talking more about League of Legends. Counter Strike have like a longer date, uh, but probably right now we are like finishing our very first cycle the people who at like 2010 2011 at league of legends started that they were like 17 at this time and right now they are reaching the age of 30 so those guys are fresh in that are finishing the cycle the first big cycle of league of legends and become coaches who were previous player etc yeah. who have this life experience who watch playing in, in team there is no coach at all or bad coach that coach that was only figurative we know a lot of coaches between honestly, honestly 2012 2016 even more in min in minor uh regions like brazil they have just figurative coaches a coach because the coach didn't know anything about league almost and only like avoid them to fight between themselves please don't kill yourself that that's my job as a coach mm -hmm. and right now they are start to having coaches that know what coach is okay when I was a player, I wanted a coach to push me harder, to practice more. I wanted a coach. Everything that was, that was missing in my career, I know that's what I have to do to be a good coach. So in this age, in this part right now, we still have some people that don't know what coaches. We we can for I, I use for example. I'm sorry for it, but for example, Last Shadow, who was coach of Cloud9. Yeah. His his League of Legends level of knowledge insane 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 but what i heard from people that work for him is that his his people management his group management and his work philosophy uh, how can i use the, the right words it was hard to fit in any philosophy of any org because he have his own style that's hard to fit let's put it this way yeah. Then if you see, he always stand like two months max in each org. And the, but his level of knowledge, you cannot contest. He knows a lot. Mm -hmm. So uh, 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 we have right now the, the guy who is like excellent group management, risk management, but don't have, don't have a really good League of Legends knowledge. Yeah. Or the guy have extreme League of Legends knowledge, but it's not a good group management, people management, risk management. They don't know how to manage the, the situation, the team and create the five players to be one team. So I believe uh, uh, this is the, 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 the main right now. It's like, what is a coach role? What is your, have to be your skills inside the game and outside the game? And once I have like a 25 years kid being coach, like, mm, or like uh, just, for example, this happens a lot in League of Legends. That's something that I don't like. A guy just retired, boom, head coach of a team. So why? Yeah. In, in, in football, it's not how this, this happened. In football, okay, Pep Guardiola, you retire. Congrats. Go be the coach of the under-15 teams 
in the under 70 team, under 21 team, assist coach of the main manager, and then you become the manager or the coach, or whatever the, the word you want to use. Yeah. yeah. They don't they don't skip this whole this this whole thing. And in League of Legends, they do. Sure, by the lack of quality of League of Legends, but like then the, uh, 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 you have some things, some plays like that. You know that this guy is a good player, but he don't fit as a profile of coach yet. And in the in esports, they do this a lot. And also that I think that I don't like because uh, when you have so much so young. Okay. Uh, uh, sometimes he don't know what what he say to the player because with his the very imagine I don't know uh, retire myself at 27 of Counter Strike and they instantly manage the uh, main team of Astralis. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, and I arrive in a key moment. Okay, that's the first time that I I am on the key moment as a coach, not as a player. I didn't have this key moment in a lower tournament. So I can, oh, I was too tough in this guy's semifinals and I break their mantle. So now I know as a coach that I have to deal with different persons in different ways, for example. Mm -hmm. No, your first time will be straight in a, in a Intel master's experience. Bah. So mm -hmm. I don't like this, this uh, uh, skip lagged that the mm -hmm. people do. In, mm -hmm. in retired player, Head coach, I think there is stairs that have to step, step by step, growing into your life. Yeah, okay. it's like it's like coaching badges, you know, in football. You know, it, it's it's a job in itself. You know, so having like learning those skills to be able to coach is so important. You know, I think like you said, there's an assumption that because you're a good player or you were an expert that you you can automatically coach. I think it is possible, but maybe having tools to support coaches might be useful. Like you know. Um, yeah. it might be something that you know could be developed in the future. You know, I'm I can, I... to know though. Uh, just just on that point, um, you know, is the structure of esports ecosystem like can that allow a coach to actually do that? Like in football, the structure is so clear. Yes, like, yeah. You've got the under 18s you've got the 23s you've got the first team, you've got the different leagues from National League, League Two, League One, Championship, Premier League. In, in esports, it, it doesn't really seem like that, like for a coach to have that clear progression working mm. their way up. Yes, so, yes. Yeah. That's yeah, all. I think like, uh, sure, that's a really uh, valid argument, sure. But like, uh, uh, for example, I use my, myself, okay? When I started my career coach, I started in the amateur from Brazil. Yeah. Then I go to the semi-professional of South America because there's the region Brazil and the region South America at that time. Right. And the Brazil was way better than the regions of South America. So I start at the third division, the amateur division on Brazil. Then I go to the semi-professional division on LAS, this Latin, Latin South American. Then I go to the tier one, the professional of LAS. Then I come back to the semi-professional of Brazil. Then I go to the professional of Brazil, has a assist coach. Then I go as a head coach later on. So I force myself to make this side because, for example, I have offers to go from the the semi-professional last to be straight assist coach in the main team of a Brazilian. But I think, no, I'm going to skip too many steps. Sure. In a short term can be a good for me, but if I'm not ready to this position, I'll burn myself. And then nobody want to give a damn to me right after. So yeah. I prefer to step. So I think a coach is, for example, let's say right now I have academy teams. Nice. Better. You get, you have more uh, 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 windows to take care of. Uh, 
put some some steps to the guy that goes straight coach of the main team. Sure, has the way you have some Neymar Messi's that can start at the professional level at the age of 16. You can have some players that just retire and by profile because he's a very calm, he's a very central player, he's a very like calm down and he's a good leader and he knows how to manage other teammates. That's it. He was the, the falling of CS. He was the falling of League of Legends. I think Fallen can retire right now and straight to be head coach. But yeah. he's the guy one in, a, one in a million. He's not like the reference. Oh, see, everyone can be coach right after. Look at Fallen. No, you say about Fallen, not say about the little John 1, 2, 3. Yeah. That just a regular player that just retired. You know? yeah. There's like these special ones, but the, the average, they should look at themselves. Okay, uh, I will, I'll be coaching. Uh, for example, I'll give an example in Brazil. We have Sarkis. He was my AD carry. In the Challenger Series 2020, average player in the level of skill, average to good, uh, but insanely smart inside the game, an insanely good teammate and good leader to take the responsibility to himself, even when it was not his his fault. Right now, he's academy coach. He's he's finishing his first year of academy coach. He will be a good a good coach, and he knows it, and he wants to make this step by step. Mm-hmm. Until he gets his chance on the main team. He's the, I think, I don't know if you guys know the org, Pain Gaming. And I believe in one or two years, he'll be the main team head coach and he'll be a good one. And he knows it and he's doing step by step. So that's what I, I think. Uh, I think you, the, the players have like, even, okay, you just retire. You just retire and the org come, oh, come here, I don't know, being a fanatic head coach. Am I ready? To it mm. sure good money uh, uh good good uh 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 be good visibility to myself etc but am i ready should i be i don't know i want to be fanatic team queso the academy team i want to first be head coach of the academy team because i want to see how be this new perspective of my life yeah. and yeah. then you control your ego you control your, your will and be patient <clears throat> can help yeah. you a lot on, on, on that yeah. So, would you argue that stakeholders, like org leaders, they should they they should maybe like pay attention to this when hiring new coaches in terms of like checking if whether they have you know previous experience coaching, rather than just taking straight away taking the risk and taking what, what what's your stance on that? <laughs> I, I I think that the main oh shit sorry. I think the 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 main mistakes of the org it's when some the guy who take this this decision is a guy who never been player or coach. He's a really good manager to take mm-hmm. care of the the org itself, but he don't know how the technical stuff works. Mm-hmm. So I think when the org uh, 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 don't have, for example, a head of League of Legends who was previous uh, a coach. And know how it works. Okay, I'm. Uh, for example, I'm a. I'm a general manager, of Team Liquid, but I've never been in in a coach position or in a player position. Okay, before, I try to get a, a head coach etc. from a team. I want to hire a guy for me, who will know what. Tell me what. Who is the best and why? So I need to know. I get a really XP coach who is shifting to this management area 
It's okay. So he'll be my head of League of Legends. And he'll be the, the main responsible to my League of Legends project. Say, oh, look, uh, I think this guy here is a coach. This guy here is too fresh, probably not good to do to, to a short-term project you guys want. You guys want to go towards next year. So probably this is coach here. It's better. Oh, you guys have a long-term project. So probably this guy here, you guys you guys can can build this coach uh, that just retired, retired from the competitive scene and work on him with a good staff around. So... I think when the, the 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 orgs make this decision about bringing uh, someone who's not ready yet, I think the mainly fault is because they don't have someone responsible for the uh, uh, League of Legends or Counter Strike, Rainbow Six, whatever project itself. Someone who mm. know the market, how we say in Brazil. Mm. I know the market. I know who is a good coach for right now. I know who is a good coach for one year. I know who is a good coach but uh, need some X or W players, etc. So and then only the guy who is legit general manager, but don't have this feeling of the the, the roster, the staff, etc. <clears throat> and then they bring oh, a big player just retired, a uh, Bjergsen of life just retired. Okay, bring him. Yeah, probably not the best one, you know. Okay, yeah, no, I can completely agree. Uh, sort of having that infrastructure is really important. Um, Sort of a segment I always like to touch on uh, on these podcasts uh, with esports players because of the the grind culture. It's sort of understanding how you disconnect from uh, coaching uh, and playing. You know, how do you sort of disconnect from 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 your role? Ah, uh, almost impossible, because we, we that, now this go shift way away even from the esport concept substitute. We will start to talk about like life, life, social life, and life culture that we're living because actually, I think this thing right here, right now, it's probably more important than one finger of your body. If you say, it's, I'm, I'm not even joking, if you say someone, you prefer to lose this finger here or never have a cell phone again on your life, what are you going to miss more? You, you cannot have any connection with myself, okay? <laughs> but I'm a little finger. And legit, we are so connected in our lives that yeah. starts getting more important than our body part in yeah. some of them. Sure, like, uh, legit, everyone would say that because, okay, you no, but I don't have any internet connection. Yes, you do, on your PC, on your home. But once you leave your home, you cannot have cell phone, you cannot have tablet, you cannot have anything. You're going to be a, a cave age outside of your house. You do this or you lose your, your finger. Okay, I have 10 of fingers, so I still have nine, so can't rip it off. <laughs> so how can you, once you live by, it's really hard because, uh, um, and I I send a really high five, congrats to the guys who can disconnect themselves completely. <laughs> now I can by the force of obligation do it to my daughters. Yeah. But before my daughters, I judged it was impossible. Yeah. Impossible because I'm coach, okay. Finish, finish ice cream. Okay, let's see the gossip of the community. No, everybody have this part. Have to have two kind of of people in the world: the guy who's who admit who like the gossips, the gossip of the community, and the guy who lies said that he don't care. <laughs> Everyone like to at least be 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 knowing of the situations. You know, don't yeah, need to yeah. participate, but know what's happening. And then like Twitter, and then Instagram. And they read it. Mm-hmm. And then like you were and 
then there is a, a, a part of the ego who touch everyone. It's impossible to distinguish. Is let's say, Jonathan, you are a head coach of uh, a team and you have like 5k, 55k followers on your Twitter, and some random video appear, and you want to show your opinion. And you have and it's a normal opinion, not a polemic opinion, and you're gonna show it. And you have a secondary account with two followers. Would you rather to get your opinion on your main one and everyone watch you and prize you for opinion and interact with you? Or the opinion that nobody will give a shit? You know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so in this makes us I mean like even uh, harder to disconnect it. Like the yeah. guys who have this the code mind. To, okay, for example, I am, uh, uh, I am, uh, 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 I don't know, uh, I am the player, my nick is Brian, and my main name is Jonathan. I am Brian, when I turn on my PC, play, play. When I turn off, I'm a Jonathan, I don't give a shit about um, my my life on the internet when I am big as fuck. Man, mm. if you can do this, congrats, yeah. I clap, I clap hands for you because... It's connected with your ego. Sometimes connected with your identity. I was thinking, actually, these last days, and I, I think you guys can agree with me. Uh, uh, I don't know. I was thinking, I'm I'm like competitive since 2016. I don't remember the last time a teammate or a staff mate or organization member that called me by the name Gabriel. Wow, yeah. All of them call me Haller. Or Coach Snake, like some some others nickname that people create. Coach Snake, etc. Old man, because I'm 32. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I don't remember the last the last person who called me Gabriel on Twitter. If you use your nickname, legit, this nickname will have almost the same value of your main name. Sometimes even more. Yeah. Sometimes if you say, for example, let's say that the, the faker name is Parkijin. I don't know if it's his name or not. But oh, do you know the great play that the, the great move that Parky G make? Who? Yeah. Faker. Yeah, no, oh, Faker. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You almost lost your identity as your your birth name, and your nickname takes over. So this even makes it even harder to disconnect. I think it's so hard to disconnect. Like yeah. in the three hundred percent, because when I say disconnect, it's legit like it's not like interact in that social media center. It's legit ditch of it and live a normal life. Once a cell phone is more important than your finger. How can you 100% disconnect? Yeah. It's very hard. Yeah. No. So for any coaches out there that want to disconnect, you got to have kids. Huh? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, my God. God. You, know, you, know, you know the word? Sometimes, even this is hard. Sometimes my, my wife say, oh, baby, can you hold Clara or Bella, my twins? Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm holding my daughter here. And then... Uh, oh, this too. video is so this yeah. video is so fun. Holy damn! Look, 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 darling, look, look. She's like, she like eleven months. Yeah. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, for sure. Oh god, but no. Um. So yeah, sort of coming towards the end of the podcast now. Um. I recently saw you've you've recently uh, left an org. Um. So like, what's sort of next for you in your career moving forward? What's some goals and ambitions? You know, where do you see the sort of future going for you as a coach? Um, because right now, honestly, I'm in a really tricky moment of my life because in this window transfers, I got some offers, but most have to take care of my two daughters and my wife. I can't take any penny offer. Like, 
come take care of the Starbucks coffee and come be my coach. And so I need to structure in my life. So uh, uh, right now, I think I'm going to make two steps back and uh, get probably a regular job. And my part-time job will be working with five random players challenger and coach them in an amateur way to prepare a way prepare them to reach the academy in six months the academy level and then help them to grow their their level and uh, i'll do this for a while and create content with this to help uh, uh new coaches to 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 know what to do and yeah. then i will stream screams i will stream meetings etc so they can see because i had like almost 65 videos on youtube since 2016, from 2016, mm-hmm. from 2020, I uh, I made like I think 65 videos on on YouTube for anyone who can uh, who want to watch and surely speak Portuguese <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, to learn how to be a coach, to learn how the concepts and, the, and not only the League of Legends area etc. And the people they in the when I was t- interacting with them. On the social media, it was like, oh, we are seeking of a new context to help coach development because right now we have uh, academy leagues, but uh, 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 we need some more coaches. Please help us, etc. Because I used to, in the first years of my career, I did when, when I was assist coach, I have lower responsibility to so have more time to make the video, stream, mm. etc. Once I start to step up as a head coach, this time start to get ripped off me. Do it to do it to the responsibilities. So uh, I think I will use all my free time to help the Brazilian community to to have more coaches because I also, for example, I also do have an uh, an a uh, uh, course yeah. to to create coaches. Okay. And actually, one of the last year. Uh, the assist coach who was a uh, runner-up who lost the grand final, he was my student two years ago. Oh. And he come to the CBLO grand finals. So it was very proud. A lot of coaches go to the minor leagues in South America, but they start to get in pros. Mm-hmm. So I want to help to build new coaches and also uh, start this project that will be like, you know that, that road to glory that happened in England? Yeah, make uh, sure despite the proportion, surely, yeah, yeah, yeah. but make one about getting five random games, challengers, that they don't have windows, the chance on these windows of transfer, and say, okay, you have good LP, you have good mechanics, so I will give for free all my knowledge, so in six months, when you get another shot in the in the academy tryout, you're going to be succeed. Okay. And then we're all going to watch your improvement on your career until you reach mm-hmm. the stable. So I think that would be that to keep me connected to the competitive somehow and make me feel glad to keep helping my region to, to evolve. If, I, if I'll be back to head coaching a, 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 a team, uh, it's too early to say, yeah. actually. Yeah. Yeah, but it sounds, it sounds exciting. Sounds like you're passionate sort of about the future. I think it's uh, it's really cool. And sort of creating that stability as well, I think is, uh, is really good for the family as well. So. <laughs> Yeah, I, I sort of uh, I respect that a lot. Um, but yeah, that's not sort of the final question. The final question is the season two sort of segment that we're doing where we ask a previous guest to ask the future guest a question and they don't know okay. who the future guest is. 
Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, yeah. So we had James Torok Thompson on, who's uh, also a League of Legends sort of head coach, um, in, in England. Um, and he said, aside from the game or coach you are playing, uh, <laughs> aside from the game you are playing or coaching, what was the most uh, enjoyable game you've played uh, in the past? Oh my God, that's oh, a really good that. one. Um, can I have multiple answers? Yeah. 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 Oh. Talk us through oh, your okay. game in history. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, the very the, the game that I played with more passion before League of Legends. Yeah. So I'm talking about Max 2013. Okay. okay. So almost 10 years ago. Yeah. It was Chibia. I don't know if you guys know it. No. Chibia. It's a really a small RPG mm-hmm. that uh, uh, you create your uh, your character. Okay. Let let me actually send you guys the link. Chibia. <laughs> week never heard of it never 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 it's a shooter no 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 it's okay. uh like uh chibia game it's like um uh, uh, hagnarok i don't know if you guys know hagnarok the game hagnarok mm-hmm. no uh, uh oh my okay name. i've got it up it's uh it's t-i-b-i-a yes 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 yeah yeah and, and like it's a uh you create a character it's yeah. really famous in brazil and mm, then okay, you can yeah. be a sorcerer a paladin or a knight or a dreader something like this and then have it's like really basic uh, it's a really basic game but ma- make everyone play together yeah, uh, yeah. I've, I've just seen a picture with neymar playing the yes game, a click, so... oh, oh, i i seen you guys the, the the link with okay. uh image nice and then like uh I make so many good friends there. Yeah. Uh, Tibia was one of one of the kind. So you, it's like a, a like Diablo game, but really, really low budget and <laughs> yeah. interactive community. Okay. And you can travel in the around the the, the country, etc. Yeah, yeah. um, Diablo itself also it's a game okay. because actually I learned English playing Diablo. Oh. My, my 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 first oh. my yes because like. Uh, uh, that was like 2017 and then there's no like internet in brazil that much so yeah. i have to buy a dictionary english okay. portuguese i stop and then i saw that the text coming up and then I pause the game write it down and then i translate wow. le- uh, uh, word by word so at least i could understand that the context yeah. and then i start actually almost the whole verb to be I learned by doing, doing this. <laughs> Dedication. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, if, yeah, I think those, those two, two are the last games that, that I play the, the, the most. The most, yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. With, like with passion, like a lot, like a lot. Yeah. What would be your next question for, for the next guest? Uh, you don't know who it is? Like ask any question. Okay. Uh... I would ask what uh, when will be the, the, the next podcast just so I have a know in a week yeah yeah, yeah. next week. week okay yeah nice so, so it will fit good 
tell one thing you did wrong, one thing you did right, and one thing would change to be a better professional next year? Okay. Super good question. All right, that's down. Because that's the thing that, that, that I do myself every single year. Yeah. Okay. I was trying to like, so Yes. Yeah. It's really like good. That. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, links to like all your stuff will be in the description of the YouTube video. Links to your YouTube channel because uh, I'm looking forward to the content. Maybe I can learn a bit of Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> I'll try. I'll try to do some stream in, in, in English. I'll try. Yeah. I'll try. If, if, if we can help like with, with sort of the content, like, feel free to uh, hit us up. But, but yeah, no, honestly, it's been, a, it's been a pleasure having you on. We really appreciate it. I've learned a lot. And uh, yeah, I think it'll be a good pod to sort of release to everyone. I think it'll, uh, it'll go down really well. Sure. Oh, thanks a lot. And when you guys go to make a, a, a live one and make another call, just send me a Let's message. It'll be a pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll do this outro. So, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you could please share this with your friends or someone you feel will benefit from it. Most importantly, like, subscribe, comment down below any questions or guests you'd like us to get on in the future. Also, go follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Links will be in the description of the YouTube video or find us at Master in the Mind podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. <laughs>